Hey guys, welcome back to the Take a Seat, Not a Side podcast hosted by Kelsey and Brian Halverson. This is a couples podcast where we dive into all things pop culture with our own special twist. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody. Long time no see or hear or see's fine, I guess. <laughs> guess who's back? Back again. Kelsey's in a robe. Tell a friend. Kelsey just said, if we ever do one of these live, I'd have to make myself look a lot better. because She's sitting here in a bathroom. And Brian was supposed to disagree and say, you look great. But instead, he just goes, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I'm in the comfort of my own home in my cold basement. I can wear my oversized robe if I so choose. So anyways, we are back. We are starting our second season of the podcast. Um, Coincidentally, it's also Dune Day. Happy Dune Day, Kelsey. Literally no one else is celebrating Dune Day. That's not even a thing. That's not a thing. Do you think it was a coincidence? That we recorded on the day that Dune came out? Actually, it was a mistake. Usually, we record on Sundays, and we used to upload on Sundays. Now, we upload on Wednesdays, um, but still record on Sundays. And uh, we're recording on a Tuesday, uploading on a Wednesday. Not a great start. Um, Some would say it was meant to be. Because it's Dune Day. Oh, gosh. I'm just giving you more to work with. We went to Walmart and Brian was like, they're not going to have it. They're not going to have it. And then I was the first one to spot it. And I tried to grab all the copies and tell him he can't have it. But um, it didn't work out very well. The problem is that movie did not get the credit it deserved in terms of uh, viewership. It's really one of the best movies of the year. And I'm trying to take my bias out of this because we know I'm a little biased on it. Um, I think it was like 18th overall for grossing in 2021 and that's wild because it was such a good movie well and not that we can really judge off of a display at walmart but it got the same amount of spots in the dvd area that halloween kills got yeah right a movie like dune should have its own like uh display I like scary movies, and even I didn't like Halloween Kills. And that got the same amount of space on a sale rack. Well, you know what I mean by sale rack. It wasn't on sale, but, you know. Should have gotten its own, like, end cap. That's what they call those, end caps. For how good the movie was, and this is an exaggeration. This I really think that this is like an all-timer. People don't aren't familiar with Dune. But it's one of the OG sci-fi novels. Well, it was a big movie with big actors and actresses. Timothy Chalamet, um, Zendaya. By the way, happy Euphoria Day. Euphoria Season 2 came out today as well. Maybe it was meant to be. Jason Momoa, Oscar Isaac. So, like, the, the cast is amazing. The movie's amazing. I cannot believe that it brought in less money domestically than Free Guy. 
free guy. Ryan Reynolds, man. I'm not a Ryan Reynolds fan. I mean, outside of acting, I'm sure he's a stand-up guy. I don't know. But in movies? Free guy. Free guy brought in more money than Dune. Oh, that just triggers me. It's Ryan Reynolds. People are Ryan Reynolds stands. I get it. I like Ryan. I know you don't like Ryan Reynolds. I don't mind him. I think he's funny. But we just talked about the cast that Dune had. I, I I could do a whole episode on this, on how much better Dune is than Free Guy. But that is not the point of tonight's episode. Tonight, we are going to recap 2021. And we're going to do that by going back to our roots and playing some trivia. So I came up with 10 trivia questions in Kelsey's wheelhouse, which is obviously entertainment, movies, music, pop culture stuff. And then Kelsey came up with 10 in your wheelhouse. And we kind of asked each other, like, what category do you think you know the most about? And of course, Brian's was Dune. No, I'm kidding. Sports. (laughs) A whole Dune trivia. That would be funny. Um, Obviously, sports. So we kind of took this as an opportunity for us to recap 2021 and also to see how much we can remember from a single year, essentially. So we're going to do that first. And then, as always, uh, we did this last year. I think one of our first episodes um, involved this. We are going to talk about what we consider our must-watch movies of the first half of 2022. So we each listed our top five movies, and we're going to talk about them. Um, and there's some good ones. There's some there's some really good movies coming out here in the next few months. Um, but we're going to get into that after we do our little trivia game. Would you like to put a little wager on this? So two major things happened for us in our entertainment area of our house. If that makes any sense to anyone. Brian got some surround sound speakers that he's super hyped about because it's going to make movie watching quality so much better in our little man cave here, which I am occasionally led into as a lady. And we got library cards. Whoop, whoop, library cards. Whoop, whoop. You know you're an adult when you got a library card, right? So we have access to all these DVDs at the library, and me and Brian both picked out a DVD that we wanted to watch. So whoever wins, I say, gets to watch their movie first. I accept. And just so you know what's on the line, the movie I picked out was Hacksaw Ridge, and I don't even know the movie Kelsey picked out. It's not Hacksaw Ridge, though. Well, and I picked out Call Me By Your Name, which Timothy Chalamet. Come on. All right, so why don't you hit me with some 2021 sports trivia? Okay, so I'm thinking I go through all my questions first, see how you score, and then we flip it. All right. If I mispronounce any athletes' names, do not judge me. We will not talk about the way that I pronounce a certain Milwaukee Bucks player's name today. (laughs) Number one. In golf, Colin Morikawa. Close enough? No, that's right. 
won the European Tour's Order of Merit, the race to Dubai. How many events did he play in Europe in 2021? Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, Colin Morikawa is probably my favorite golfer. I don't think he played a lot in Europe. Most of the big names didn't this year because of COVID. Usually, like, the Euro slate is about a month long. It's about four tournaments. <sighs> I'm going to say he played in the the Open Championship and the Race to Dubai. So, I'm going to say, I'm going to go two. Two is correct. Let's go. That's hard. Track of your points here. I've got some golf fans that listen to this. I don't know if anyone else is going to get that. I had to do some research. What the frick? Like, why do they have to call it such a long name? Order of Merit. The Race to Dubai. Like, it doesn't even make sense. It's for another day. Number two. In 2021, Tom Brady became just the second NFL player after Drew Brees to pass which landmark number of passing yards? Oh, my God. That's hard. Oh, how many seasons has he played? Well, he's had seven Super Bowl wins. I know that. He's almost out of fingers. I don't know what... See, the landmarks to me would be like 50 or 100. And I don't think either of those make sense. 100 is probably too much. 50 is probably too little. I'll split the... I'll say 75,000. 80,000. All right. All right. That's fair. I was going to do multiple choice, but I was like, oh, he's got this. But <laughs> I guess I should have done multiple choice. Who won gold? I couldn't. Do- First of all, let me just say, I couldn't just do sports you like. Who won gold in the individual all around in women's gymnastics at the Olympics in Tokyo? I did multiple choice. Was it A, Simone Biles, B, Sunny Lee, Suni Lee? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I know. Cancel me. C, Gabby Douglas, or D, Sean Johnson East? I think it's Suni Lee. All right, I think this might be kind of a trick question because there was all the drama with Simone Biles and her not finishing um, some events. But I think she still meddled, and maybe she still meddled in the all-around individual. I'm going to go with Simone Biles. No. It's B, which is even worse because I really should have looked up how to say her name. Because you knew oh. you were going to have to say it twice. <laughs> Multiple times because I tried to correct myself. I feel so uneducated. But Suni Lee. Ugh. Okay. Number four. So you didn't get that right. Sorry. Number four. In the 2021 Super Bowl, how many times did Patrick Mahomes get sacked? Sorry, Patrick. (laughs) 
So ask any non-Tom Brady fan, and they're going to say that Tom Brady won the Super Bowl because of the defense. So I know the defense played well. Well for number of sacks is probably over three. I'm going to go with five sacks. See, they were saying that this number was a high number for a Super Bowl, at least. It was three. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I just thought it was sad that, like, that's a stat. Because uh, it wasn't even close. I mean, you're taking, like, NFL's golden boy right now versus NFL's golden boy for, like, the last ten years. You know what I mean? And putting them against each other, like... It was a massacre. Number five. More golf questions because I'm a really nice wife. In 2021, who became the oldest champion in major history? That is Phil Mickelson. Yes. We were actually on our um, trip to Lake Geneva when that happened. I was a little shocked by that. I mean, I didn't, I don't know. I just didn't realize that he had won. And the thing is, like, it's not like he had a good year. Uh, What was that, the U.S. Open? What did he win? It was the PGA Championship. Regardless, he's old, and he won. Woohoo! That's awesome. Everyone loves Phil, too. He's, he's He's one of the good ones. Number six. Who won the Stanley Cup in 2021? Oh, my God. Now that. Oh, this is going to be a guess. You're not doing great, by the way. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, something is telling me to go with the Tampa Bay Lightning. You have no idea and you pull out the Tampa Bay Lightning? Is it right? Yeah. <laughs> what I was going to say, though, interestingly enough, Tampa Bay brought home two championships then, right? Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. You didn't make that connection, did you? Their baseball team was really good this year, too. That's so annoying. Oh, I'm just going to guess the Lightning. I didn't even know the Lightning was a hockey team. But you're just going to randomly guess it? Do I need to take away your phone, by the way? Are you sneaking answers over there? At our trivia nights, they don't even let you have your phone out. Number seven, true or false? The United States had the youngest team in Ryder Cup history in 2021. Um, they were young. They were really young. But were they the youngest? Like, even the old guys on the team aren't old. Like, Dustin Johnson's, what, 36, and he I think he might have been the oldest guy on the team. I'm going to say yes. True. It's true. Ugh. What's that? It's true. That's what's awesome is that we dominated the Ryder Cup, and we have such a young team that, like, USA is going to win the Ryder Cup for the next decade. We dominated you screaming from the stands. That was your part. My tax of the dollars. Team. My tax dollars go to the USA. We are part of Team USA. And you definitely helped support from that gift shop, didn't you? Oh my god. 
Number eight. The Atlanta Braves won the World Series in 2021. This was the franchise's first title since what year? A. I gave you choices. Don't be looking at me like that. A. 1995. B. 1990. C. 2000. Or D. 1987. Okay, it's for sure not 2000. I do... <sighs> well, Georgia won the national championship last night, and the Braves won a World Series. So Georgia's having a pretty good sports year, too. I'm going to go with 1995. You're having a comeback. Why do you get so mad when I get an answer right? Because <laughs> I'm not your biggest cheerleader. When I ask you a trivia question and you get it right, I am proud of you. We're- I am happy. That's such a lie. That's such a lie. We're competitors. We're not on a team. I'll tell you what. When we go back to Tuesday and Thursday trivia nights, I'll be on your team. I'll root for you. And when I say stupid things, you'll make them Facebook statuses. <laughs> We've officially settled on the team name Bob Joby. Because Brian accidentally wrote Bob Jovi instead of Bon Jovi, and everyone found it so funny that we couldn't let it go. I can't wait till they read our. And in second place, we've got Bob Jovi. <laughs> I mean, is anyone surprised that we plan on going to trivia nights twice a week for an entire season of trivia? Anyone? Anyone? No. Number nine. By the way, you're at five out of eight. That's not bad. Number nine, which NFL quarterback hosted Jeopardy for a 10-day run in 2021? Oh, that is Aaron Rodgers. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, I was just trying to be nice. I wasn't trying to be like, I don't know, who's the number one Quidditch player. Like, I'm just trying to be helpful. I'm supporting you. All right. Number 10. Jake Paul. (laughs) Yes, you heard me. Jake Paul boxed which UFC champion not once, but twice in 2021? (sighs) Everyone else in the world probably knows this. Well, you and Cody Kivisto shared some beers over New Year's and we're talking about this, so I'd be surprised if you didn't know the answer. I can picture the guy and I know he lost both times. Um No, I can't think of his name. You don't want to like throw out a guess? No, I have no idea. Tyron Woodley. Yep, okay. And People will debate that he actually won the first fight, but... Well, that's the history of boxing. Boxing is like one of the most questionable sports ever in terms of decisions and people throwing matches and stuff. Guess you got to go off of what the judges say, and the judges said that he won. So, All right, that puts you at 6 out of 10, 60%. 
not enough to pass in high school, but we'll allow it. All right. Now let's get into some 2021 pop culture trivia. Number one, which movie was the highest grossing movie of 2021? Oh, got to think of something that got like pushed out (laughs) into 2021. I would usually go with an Avengers movie, but I'm pretty sure Black Widow was like the only Avengers movie that came out in 2021. And I'm pretty sure it tanked like it did not do well at all. I'm really trying to rack my brain here. Was it Spider-Man? That came out in 2021. The new Spider-Man movie. I'm going to go with that. Yes. Thank good. But it barely came out in 2021. So I had to like really think about it. We literally went to it in 2021. I know. But like we're already halfway through January. I guess we're not really halfway through January, but it feels like we are. Yes. It was Spider-Man No Way Home and it wasn't particularly close. I feel so stupid for not connecting that that was in 2021. Oh, well, doesn't matter because I got it right. Okay, number two. Following a huge 2021, this pop artist was named Billboard's Hot New Artist of the Year. Olivia Rodrigo. Yes. (laughs) Two for two. Number three. Who was Time Magazine's Person of the Year? Time Magazine's Person of the Year. Boy, where are my multiple choices and my true or falses? <laughs> um, Taylor Swift? Elon Musk. What? What? For what? Air pollution? Elon Musk is the opposite of air pollution. You don't think shooting those rockets into space is contributing to air pollution? You know what? Next. (laughs) Next. Number four. Who ended 2021 with the most Instagram followers? Multiple choice. Thank God. Cristiano Ronaldo, Kylie Jenner, Ariana Grande, or Selena Gomez? Ariana Grande. Do you know how popular soccer is? No, I know that he's popular, but I thought she passed him. Nope, it is Cristiano Ronaldo with 388 million followers. Still number one, huh? Lord. So you are two for four. Not passing in high school. (laughs) Number five. What interview was the most watched interview of the year? And the second most watched interview of all time. With the hint that the number one most watched interview of all time was Oprah interviewing Michael Jackson. (laughs) 
It was Oprah. It was... Prince Harry and Meghan Markle? Yes. <laughs> Woo! I didn't... Oh, my God. We're back to Kelsey screaming in the microphone and everyone at home going, No, lady! We really should do this on video. She put her, both hands over her face like how hard this question was. And then when she got it, she... She got it. <laughs> she cheered in her bathrobe. We can't do these on video. I'll have to dress nice. All right, number six. And I'm letting you choose your own adventure with this question. Ooh, fun. Pick singer or band. Singer. Which singer sold the most concert tickets in 2021? Harry Styles. How do you know that? Yes, the answer is Harry Styles, <laughs> but how do you know that? Because a lot of people didn't tour this year. I mean, so you're kind of limited. Like, I think Harry Styles toured a little bit. I think Billie Eilish may have toured a little bit. I don't even know if she did a full-blown tour, but I know he did. So... Yes, Harry Styles tour netted about 699,000 tickets sold. Plus, you know, I love watching TikToks and everyone was going to the concerts. So this isn't for a point, but Harry Styles actually finished second in terms of revenue. So which band made the most money on tour this year? So they sold less tickets than Harry Styles, but they made more money. Gosh, what bands are even popular anymore? Jonas Brothers? The Rolling Stones. Who knew? Mick Jagger is still alive? Honestly, he's done so many drugs. I don't think like anything can take him down at this point. All right, number seven, and you get a gimme also. But this is more for the listeners. Which of Taylor Swift's exes is she trashing in her 10-minute-long chart topper all too well? Well, to quote TikTok, for $100, name a celebrity you hate. Uh, 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 Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yes, I will give you the point. The answer is Jake Gyllenhaal. But... So you can feel like you earned the credit. What number track on her Red album is All Too Well? Wow, that's a hard one. Is it the last track? I don't know what number it is. No, so apparently Taylor Swift and her like super minions have this inside thing going on where the most aggressive... Or like um, vindictive song. Thirteen. On her albums is always number five. Ah, interesting. Like there's a whole you can Google it. There's a well, the best version thing. of it is the bonus album track, which is the ten minute long one, which means it's at the bottom of the album. That is very interesting. I'll have to look up her other albums and see which ones hit number five. Then I'm surprised it's not number thirteen because that's like her number, but like. 
maybe she puts her happiest song as number 13 because she doesn't want to put like her anger song as her like lucky number. All right, number five. Oh, and by the way, that's really messed up, Jake. It's really messed up. Whatever you did. Poor guy's got a big movie coming out this year, too. Eh. I hope it I hope it tanks. <laughs> okay, number eight. What was the most watched Netflix show of the year? Okay. Got a couple couple heavy hitters. I can think out loud, right? You thought out loud. You was always a big one. They had their third season. Um, Stranger Things is always a big one, but I don't know if they released a season this year. Uh, Tiger King came out with another season, but I don't think it was like as big as the first one. I feel like there's a show that people were obsessing about, and I can't think of what it was called. Ugh. I'm going to go with you. Wrong. Yes, you are wrong. See what I did there? Okay, Joe. Squid Games. I loved Squid Games. I can't believe I didn't think about it. And not only was it the number one show of the year, it blasted Netflix records. You know what's crazy, too? It's not even in English. And, like, I was telling you because you didn't watch it, but I did. And the whole time you're not even focused on the fact that, like, the words aren't matching their mouths because you're just so, like, intrigued by the show. Oh, no, I believe it. I watched the whole – so, you know the uh, the show The Good Doctor? The original Good Doctor is a Korean show also, and um, it's good. I watched the whole first season of the Korean Good Doctor ones, and, yeah, it's all in subtitles, but it's like, oh, this is actually really good. And two just quick things about the show. First of all, for anybody who watched it, the um, the guy that plays, like, number one in the game, um, he is nominated – for I think it was a Golden Globe or won a Golden Globe or something. And I think that's so awesome that, like, we're starting to really appreciate other countries' like shows and stuff like that. Like, even with the movie um, Parasite. Parasite, like, that's amazing. But also, um, a U.S. reporter was interviewing one of the lead actors from that show, and he's like super famous. Right. But because we only focus on the U.S., she was like, oh, how does it feel to like finally get recognized? And he was just being polite and he's like sitting there like smiling at her like, oh, yeah, it's great. When this man is probably stopped all the time. Like, I don't know. It's just nice to know that we're like kind of coming full circle a little bit. So, yeah. So with 142 million households reached, it's the number one show of the year. Like I said, it blasted records. In fact, over fifty percent of next, in fact, over fifty percent of subscribers have watched Squid Games. Ah, oh, I can't believe I didn't think about that one, but whatever. All right, number nine. 
What am I at? You have five correct with two questions to go. Oh, my God. We do not have a tiebreaker, so we'll think of one if we get tie. Okay. Number nine. Whose wife filed for divorce just a few months after he received 60,000 votes in the 2020 presidential election? Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Can you believe that? So you got, I thought I was, I was looking up Kanye facts because I, that's like the biggest breakup of the year, right? Yeah. You're going to appreciate this, by the way, because I'm going to come to a man's defense real quick. Everyone is dragging Kanye West because he is posting pictures with, like, this model slash actress that he just started dating, right? And they're like, oh, stop flaunting your relationship. Stop flaunting your relationship to make Kim jealous. While Kim Kardashian is going on vacations with Pete Davidson. Is she not doing the same thing? I mean, the Kardashians have literally flaunted every one of their relationships for the entirety of their famoushood. This all started because she released her own sex tape with a celebrity so that she could become a celebrity. Like, you're literally, seriously? I yeah, mean, I let's just think for a second here. I'm Team Kanye on that. I know he can be a little out there. I understand that. But, like, they're literally doing the same thing and only he's getting attacked for it. All right, number 10. You have six. I had six. This is for the win. What song was the most used song in TikTok creations in 2021? Most used? The most used. So anyone who's not familiar with TikTok, um, you make like 15, 30-second clips, you know, little clips, but you can put in a song and make a video to that. So people will make like – songs will go viral – with everyone making different dances to it or different videos to it. And this song was the most used song of the year. And this may seem hard, but Kelsey watches way too much TikTok. This is very hard. Are you kidding me? I don't get multiple choice or anything. Nope. We're going to have to come up with a tiebreaker because I'm not going to get this right. All Too Well, Taylor Swift. What you know about rolling down in deep. Astronauts in the ocean. I hope they don't cancel us because of copyright infringement, but yes, astronauts in the ocean. Our singing is so bad that they're like, that's not our song. (laughs) We're going to have to come up with a tiebreaker. I do have one bonus question for you. Okay, but that doesn't really, that's not really fair to you, is it? No. So should I quickly come up with a bonus question? No, I will ask you the bonus question and then we'll see, we'll see how you feel about um, a tiebreaker. So number 11, your bonus. Which movie won the Golden Globe for best original score? 2021 Golden Globe. Would have been for 2020 movies, right? I'm doing this for the award show that happened a couple days ago. Okay. So mo- the movie came out in 2021. Is it Spencer about Princess Diana? It is Dune. Dune? 
Alien Warm Dune. It has Hans Zimmer. The Hans Zimmer and Dune, yes, won Best Original Score. It's his third award for Best Original Score, following the 1994 classic Lion King and the 2000 classic Gladiator. Yes, the the score for Dune is phenomenal, and that's why I had to buy this entire freaking home theater system that we're looking at right now, so I can listen to it again. On Dune Day, you're going to do me like this. I really can't believe that you didn't guess Dune, to be honest, all things considered. All right, well, yeah, we need a tiebreaker. Okay, in spirit of the questions that we just had, how about we do this? Taylor Swift's All Too Well is 10 minutes long. How about you guess exactly how long it is, and then I have to pick if it's longer or shorter than that, and whoever's closer wins. Deal. I feel like, okay, it's definitely for sure 10 minutes, and then like some seconds. I think there's a seven in there. But I'm debating between which way I want to go with this. Kelsey plays this every time we go in the car. She goes, oh, we have at least 10 minutes before we get to anywhere. (laughs) I'm going to go with 10 minutes and 37 seconds. I feel like if it was over 10 minutes and 30 seconds, they would call it the 11-minute version. They would round up. So I'm going to go under. I'm going to say less than 10 minutes and 37 seconds. Do you think the length of the song is the time that they broke up? No, I I, mean, I know Taylor Swift is a little cuckoo. I don't think she's that cuckoo. There's an Easter egg. Because according to her short film, it looked like they broke up at nighttime, which would totally make sense. 10 minutes and 13 seconds. Whoop, whoop. 13 is her favorite number. Do you think she did that? I could see her doing that. You are such a conspiracy theorist. I could see her doing that. So you won. Oh, that's annoying. You won on a Taylor Swift question. That's even more annoying. All right. So that locks up Hacksaw Ridge for me this weekend. But as we said, we have... uh, handful of movies here that we picked out that we are looking forward to seeing. Then when June rolls around, we'll cover the second half of the year. So the way we're going to do this is uh, we're going to do it chronologically. So we're just going to go from now until June and we're going to just throw in our movies as we go. So the first movie that we have coming up comes out February 4th and it is a thriller slash horror movie. So you can obviously guess that it's Kelsey's and that's called Black Phone. Yes. So actually one of our friends, she was like, oh, did you see the trailer for this movie? And she was like describing it to me. And I was like, this sounds amazing. Then we went and saw Halloween Kills and sure enough, there's a trailer showing before Halloween Kills. So the movie, like Brian said, is called The Black Phone. Um, first of all, early Valentine's Day date. How romantic. <laughs> um, it is about a young boy that gets taken and is being held captive um, by this serial kidnapper, essentially. Um, so this guy had taken a lot of children. 
And while he's being held in this room, he's receiving tips from like the spirits of the children that we are assuming did not make it um, when they were put in the same scenario, unfortunately. So they were murdered. Um, he's also being helped out by his friend who is having dreams in the outside world, is having dreams about where he's being held. So it's like a combined effort of these um, children that have been killed. Their, their ghosts or their spirits are helping him. And so is his friend who's having dreams about where he's being held, essentially. So it's very, very interesting. And it's so new and such a fresh idea. I'm very, very excited this is one of those ones that, like, I'm not going to wait on. Like, February 4th, I want to be at the theater watching it. So, very excited for that one. And as much as I hate horror movies, like Kelsey said, this is a different type of movie. It's, uh, it's probably more of a thriller. And I'm down with that. Like, um, I'm very curious how we're going to get from point A to point wherever the movie ends. Um, it's not just your classic jump scare movie or um, ghost movie. So, yeah, I, I'm down. I didn't make my list, but that's definitely one that I can buy into. Like I said, I'm, we're assuming that these other children didn't make it. I'm really hoping maybe there's a twist ending, and maybe somebody did. So, we'll see. The next movie that cracked our list is going to be Uncharted, which comes out February 18th, 2022. And it is a movie based off of a video game. Uh, Uncharted is a pretty popular video game series where it follows the character Nathan Drake and he is like a treasure hunter, but he like hunts treasure on really um, exotic places. What's got me pretty hyped about it is Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is surprisingly clutch. He was in shooter. Amazing. He's in four brothers. Amazing. He's in the departed. Amazing. And, of course, he's not even the lead in this movie. That is going to Tom Holland. The concept is they are treasure hunting the biggest treasure never found. And I think those two are going to be awesome together. I just really do. So that is um, that's going to be another must-see for us. I never even played the video games. So I'm not exactly sure of the storyline for the for the video games, but I honestly feel like that to me it's kind of like I don't usually read books, so these movies that come out that are book adaptations, I don't really care. Like I'm way more interested in seeing what it's like on the big screen. And I like Tom Holland. <laughs> That's all I can relate to with that film, but I do like Tom Holland. All right, and that brings us to March 4th, 2022, which is a movie that we both have on our list, and that is The Batman. I am so excited. First of all, I have an amazing husband. My husband is renting out a movie theater for a private screening of The Batman for my 30th birthday. Woohoo! So I have to like buy an outfit and not like a cute outfit. I'm talking like a cape and a utility belt. Like <laughs> I love that you're going as Batman instead of Catwoman. Like why not? Screw uh social constructs. Exactly. Yeah, you can't hold me back. Um I'm so excited. Everyone who was like 
Robert Pattinson is only like good for Twilight. Oh, you're telling me that Edward from Twilight's going to be Batman? No. I'm telling you that this man has earned his spot as Batman. He is in some phenomenal films. He's going to make it so emo. Oh my god. This Batman is pissed off. Pissed off. Doesn't he say like I am vengeance? Yeah, like there's this thing where like prior actors who have played Batman have different ways of saying I am Batman. Well, Robert Pattinson in the trailer says I am vengeance. It looks so good. I'm interested to know like what they're going to say like is his like where's his rage coming from? Because we obviously know that Bruce Wayne is he's had a lot of trauma in his life. He's lost his parents. Um depending on which storyline we're coming from, you know, he lost the love of his life by his own twisted choice that he had to make. So there's a lot of like traumatic things that have happened in his life. So I'm just wondering like is this just like from a perspective of Batman where he is just super pissed off about things we already know about or is there more? So I'm just I'm very interested. And like Kelsey said, uh we both bought into Robert Pattinson being announced as Batman really early on. And at this point we're pretty pot committed. I am all in on it, and um, either I sink with my ship or we can say I told you so because the the trailers look sick. Like, Robert Pattinson looks the part. uh, It's been almost a decade since Christopher Nolan's trilogy, and I think we're due for a really good Batman movie after the whole Ben Affleck saga. Um, That actually brings me to a little bit of a worry that – you know, we you can't compare this to the Christopher Nolan trilogy. Like it's just it's a it's a different universe. It's this can be a really good movie without being the Dark Knight. So I hope people can kind of get past that with Robert Pattinson. And uh, I know we're looking forward to it for sure. Well, I think just real quick. First of all, anytime they make a major decision for the cast of these movies. All of the DC fans, like, jump down their throat. Oh, my God. I can't believe you did. Ah. I hate to say it, but look at Heath Ledger. Holy cow. He literally put himself so deeply into that role that he lost himself in it. Like, I know. I think we all knew Ben Affleck was just like, <laughs> can't think of anyone else. We'll just take Ben Affleck. And there's a reason that he didn't get his own film because – it just wasn't good. Um, I'm so excited. I think it's going to take a darker turn. Like, obviously, I mean, we all know that from the trailer. Kind of like the Joker took a darker turn on the Joker. Like, I think it'll be something similar to that. So I'm very excited for it. I loved the Joker with Walking Phoenix. So this could be a whole episode. So we'll just move on. All right, and that jumps us ahead to April 22nd, which is another movie that cracked both of our lists. And that this one surprises me. It's called The Northman. And it is about a Viking who is avenging his father's death. And that's all I need to know about it. Well, just like speaking of Robert Pattinson, not that he's in this movie, but this movie is directed by the same director 
who did um the witch and then also did the lighthouse um which are both psychological thrillers so my thoughts are we're taking like this viking action film right but it's directed by someone that is like a master at psychological thrillers like it's going to be a combination of both of our worlds like colliding i think it's going to be like a psychological thriller but an action movie so we're both going to be happy i will avenge you father i will save you mother i will kill you fulner it's in the trailer too it's pretty awesome it's in the trailer like three times and that's wild well because he's like chanting it yeah he like chants it and uh, i don't know it's sweet it's sweet Vikings, the the TV show on the History Channel, is probably one of my top five TV shows of all time. And now we get to see it in a movie, and it looks sweet. All right, and then we've got, to no surprise of anybody's, May 6th, 2022, is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. This is going to be awesome. This has my two favorite Avengers. Uh, you know, it's a Doctor Strange movie, so of course... Doctor Strange, but it also is going to feature a lot of um, the Scarlet Witch or Wanda, and they are, and you can argue this, but in my opinion, they're the OP Avengers in terms of power. They both have different sorts of magic that just make them elite, and we are finally going to see them at those OP levels. So in, I'm, do I sound like a nerd? I don't even care. In Avengers Endgame, we see them, uh, they're obviously strong. They're still, back then, were two of the strongest Avengers. But since then, they've really, really mastered their crafts. We saw how WandaVision ended. At least I hope you have at this point. If you haven't, please go watch it. And then Doctor Strange, we see him a little bit in the Spider-Man movie. Again, if you haven't watched it, please try to watch it. Their powers are just different level right now, and I'm so excited to see them in action. So I think you should watch WandaVision for sure before you see this movie, because she's going to have a big part in this movie. Uh, But on top of that, like I said, Spider-Man, No Way Home, and then actually Loki. I think those are very key to watch between now and May because they give you a huge understanding of what the multiverse actually is. And it can be kind of confusing if you don't have a background to it. And I feel like considering this is called the multiverse of madness, they're probably going to tie in a lot of multiverse themes. So, um, And then Loki's just awesome anyways, and so is Spider-Man. So They're just standalone awesome shows, but they really bring you into the multiverse. So. Definitely uh, try to check those out. But May 6th, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, real quick about the Doctor Strange movie. What's funny is we went and saw the Spider-Man movie and we pretty much had a whole row to ourselves and all of our friends. Um, that's how many tickets we bought for Spider-Man. <laughs> and there's an after credit scene. So we all stuck around for the after credit scene. Everyone knows there's an after credit scene. It's a Marvel movie. But we all went to go get up. <laughs> one of the people we were with was like, nope, sit back down. There's another one. <laughs> so at the very, very end, they showed the trailer for that movie. And then one of the people we were with was like, same row, guys? Same row? 
Okay. So my next one is coming out May 27th, and it is Top Gun Maverick. I don't have a lot of information on this movie yet. The trailer is pretty short. From what I understand, he is going to be coming back and essentially teaching his ways. Um, But as we all know from the first movie, he's like super reckless about the way that he approaches things. So he's kind of the same person. I just think, I don't know. Tom Cruise is a very weird guy, but I think he does action so well. And look at the way that like cinema has come along like the visual effects that are available now like they weren't available with the first top gun and the first top gun was still so like visually appealing and great and like it was an amazing example of an action film but look at how far we've come like remember midway with all like the airplanes like picture that but like with top gun it's going to be epic. It's so epic that it was on my list last year. I know. It this. kept getting pushed out. <laughs> right now it's supposed to be released in May. And then like something else said maybe June. So hopefully if things don't shut down, we get to see it in May. So or put this on our list for July when we do our second half of the year. <laughs> It'll just keep getting pushed out. <laughs> Look, I just want to see Tom Cruise hanging from the wing of a plane okay and i know that's coming (laughs) i know it's coming i know someone said that they witnessed him filming a scene where he's hanging from a wing of a plane so i know it's coming are you sure that wasn't mission impossible i might have been mission impossible (laughs) does not sound like something maverick would do all right and that brings us to our final picks which we we actually usually we do this and we have five different movies because we kind of like gravitate towards different genres um but we both included jurassic world dominion which is jurassic park or jurassic world now um where the dinosaurs have been living amongst men outside of the island for i think it's like four years into the future like they've been doing it for a while like everyone just is accustomed to living with dinosaurs now I'm wearing my dinosaur shirt to this movie. I'm so excited. I wore my uh, Jurassic Park shirt actually to every Jurassic Park film, Jurassic World in this case, that I've ever gone to. I hate to be a um, broken record, but I'm also not much of a Chris Pratt fan. <laughs> Chris Pratt's awesome. Like, you know what? Screw you and your Chris Pratt hate. Chris but Pratt's I am awesome. excited. I am excited for this movie, even if he is going to bring it down a couple levels but regardless but so chris pratt is like he really carried the new jurassic worlds he's he's freaking awesome did he yes yes he did uh or did but, the concepts of the film no carry the chris film? pratt and the way mm-hmm. he trained a freaking velociraptor that carried the new films but if chris pratt isn't your flavor guess what sam neill lord dern and jeff goldblum from the original are all back for this movie that's freaking sweet. Those are the three main characters of the of the original. And if you think you're watching a trailer, by the way, I don't think you are. Every trailer that's out there right now, our co-host is so talkative this evening. 
every trailer that's out there right now, I'm pretty sure is like fan made. So I have yet to see a genuine, authentic trailer. Real quick though, here's the debate. Until we see a trailer and have more information, when they say wandering the earth with the humans, are we talking like a pet, like a dog or a cat? Yeah, I'm sure some of them will be pets. Or are we like you go camping, right, and you see a bear? You're still going to shit your pants when you see the bear. If I go camping and I see a T-Rex, I'm still going to shit my pants when I see the T-Rex. So what are we talking about when we say they're existing amongst humans? So I think it's going to go both ways. I feel like the way that you have a pet snake is the way we're going to see some pet dinosaurs in this movie. But, yeah, of course, the velociraptors, uh, you know, you're not going to you don't want to run into a pack of wolves in the wild, just like you don't want to run into velociraptors in the wild. T-Rex, bear, same type of stuff. Um what I've been kind of reading is that it's the first movie where the dinosaurs aren't just killing machines. You know, like the we we considered the T-Rex a villain in our freaking villain bracket because that's how they portrayed him in the movie. Whereas now it might just be a T-Rex that is doing his own T-Rex thing. You don't want to cross his path because obviously it's a T-Rex, just like it's a grizzly bear. But at the end of the day, grizzly bears aren't villains. They're just grizzly bears. So I think it'll be sweet to see that if that's really how they take this. Um, yeah, but this is another one that we're probably going to see in theaters. Even though I've got my home theater set up for this reason, um, you're, you want to see massive dinosaurs and you want to hear roars and all this you want to see that on the big screen you want to see that with dolby sound or imax uh if you can like out of all the five movies i listed jurassic park is probably fifth in terms of which one i'm most excited to see but it's probably first on which one i would want to watch in theaters if that makes sense and really quickly, I just want to mention, like, Scream is coming out this weekend. It's not on my list because, as with many horror remakes, like Scream, that's been made, you know, a thousand times, I don't think it's going to be good. But I'm still going to drag Brian to go see it, obviously. Guys, we are so excited for this season. You know, it's only the first day of, like, working on the second season, like, actually getting to work on it. And we already have so many ideas and so many guests lined up. We're going to try and incorporate a lot of guests this season. We just realized that those are the most fun episodes to do. So we hope you're excited for those. Thanks for listening. See you next week. And by see ya, um, we mean talk to you. Bye.